The Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, welcomes you to join us for a time of study in God's Word with Pastor Greg Scalzo in this broadcast of Shi'ar Jashub. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be concluding the sermon delivered by my husband on 1 Samuel chapters 9 and 10, where Saul is anointed Israel's first king. This is part of a larger, in-depth study through the Bible, which Pastor Greg has entitled, Heavenly Authority. When we left off last time, we read how old Samuel the prophet has Saul send away his servant and instructs Saul to stay with him a while, so that the prophet may announce to Saul the word of God. And then Samuel takes a flask of oil and pours it on Saul's head, kisses him, and says, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance? Now let us rejoin Pastor Greg as he discusses the larger significance of this anointing. He takes the flask, the oil, he pours it on his head. And so we begin here with the concept of the anointed. He said, is it not because the Lord has anointed you? And from this point on, we will have a tremendous development of, we've seen it before, but the concept of an anointed one, the consecrated one, the anointed king. And he bends over and he kisses him. That's a sign of affection, right? A sign of affection towards God's anointed. And remember, Saul is actually replacing Samuel as the leader of the Israelites. And you see the heart of old Samuel, that it doesn't bother him to take Saul to kiss him because this one has been chosen. He has anointed you, Moshach, anointed you, Moshach. As the commander, again, that same word, Norgi, the leader, the captain, the prince of his inheritance. Moshach, to cover, to smear with oil. And so the noun from Moshach is Moshiach. Moshiach. Moshiach, from which we get transliterated Messiah, the anointed one, the consecrated one, the one on whom the oil flows. And we'll see how that oil, not this time, next time, Lord willing, how that oil that flows over Saul is symbolic of what will happen to him very soon when the Holy Spirit will flow over him. The oil is a type of the Holy Spirit. Later on, David would say in chapter 24, verse 6, when he cuts a little piece of Saul's garment off and he's guilt-ridden about it. He says, the Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my master, the Lord's anointed. That word there is Mashiach, Mashiach, the anointed one, to stretch out my hand against him, seeing he is the anointed. That's the noun, to anoint Moshiach, and the noun, the anointed one, Moshiach. Moshiach and Moshiach, Messiah. Now, in Psalm 2, David, who himself would be an anointed one, he would be anointed as king after Saul. He gives us what we've read about another anointed one, a special one, 
on whom the expression Mashiach really applies. He said in Psalm 2, verse 1, Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord Yahweh and against his Mashiach, his anointed, his anointed one. Why do all the kings, why are they so angry against God? Why is all the earth so mad at God and his anointed one? Now, certainly here he's not speaking of Saul, and he's not speaking of himself. He says, he who sits in the heavens shall laugh, then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. He shall say, yet I have set my king, God's true king, on my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has set to me, you are my son. So this Mashiach, this Messiah, will be called the Son of God. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance. Then he goes on in verse 10, he says, Now therefore be wise, O kings, all the people on earth, even the kings of the earth. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. For all the judges and all the kings are nothing compared to this king, this holy king. He's a king with a capital K. He's a Mashiach with a capital M. He's not just a king or a Messiah. He's the king. He's the Messiah. It says, serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss, kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Don't play around with this Messiah because this is God's Messiah. Blessed are those who put their trust in him. Woe to those who come against him. Blessed are those who trust in him. And who what? Kiss the son. You know, Samuel takes and he kisses Saul. If Samuel kisses Saul, and we know what Saul's going to become, right? How much more? How much more does every human being need to kiss, to worship, to come close, to worship the anointed one, the Mashiach, the Messiah of God. He's called in Hebrews 2.10, the captain. Remember the captain, the commander? He's the captain of our salvation. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 10 says, For it is fitting for him for whom are all things and by whom are all things, and bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation, the commander, the chief leader, that word means in the Greek, just like the Hebrew word we studied, norgid, the captain of their salvation, perfect through suffering. See, all Saul could do was save them from the hands of the Philistines. But Jesus saves us from sin and ourselves and eternal damnation, and he is the captain of our salvation that brings us, that brings many sons and daughters to glory. We have glory because of him. We have heaven as our home because of him. A millennia after Saul was kissed and Saul was anointed by Samuel the prophet, another prophet, a Nazarite, 
just like Samuel, takes and he baptizes. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. Now that baby John the Baptist is older. And John tried to prevent him saying, I need to be baptized by you and you're coming to me. But Jesus answered and said to him, permit it to be so now, for thus is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. And then he allowed him. And when he had been baptized, even as Samuel takes Saul and anoints him with oil, John takes him and immerses him in the water of baptism. Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were open to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending upon him like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. This was the Son of God, the Son, the Messiah, the King. He was anointed from birth. He was proclaimed by angels. Zacharias prophesied about this visitation from heaven. The Savior that would save us. The anointing is for salvation. He's anointed here by the Spirit of God, and we're told he has the Spirit without limit, without measure. God gives him, the Father gives his Son the fullness of his Spirit. Set apart, anointed by the Spirit, and then you go to chapter 26 of Matthew, and you read in verse 6, And when Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, a woman came to him having an alabaster flask, a very costly fragrant oil, and she poured it on him, the oil upon him, and she poured it on his head as he sat at the table. But when his disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this fragrant oil might have been sold for much and given to the poor. But when Jesus was aware of it, he said to them, why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a good work for me. For you have the poor with you always, but me you do not have always. For in pouring this fragrant oil on my body, she did it for my burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached, in the whole world, even in Madison, Connecticut, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. He's anointed Messiah, Mashiach, even for death, because that death will bring us victory. When the king, the Messiah, dies, all the heavens are torn asunder. The devil loses. Now we have access into heaven because of what he's done, the salvation he's earned for us. We can't earn it. Certainly we have the captain of our salvation, whom we call Jesus the Christ, Jesus the Messiah, and whose name in the Hebrew is Yeshua HaMashiach. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have given us your Son, that you have given us the true King, the one that will save us from our enemies the one that will save us from ourselves, the one that will give us remission, salvation, forgiveness from our sins. We thank you, Father, that you bring us into the kingdom of glory as we follow that king. 
We thank you, Father, that you anointed him as no other and that you take and you share now that spirit with us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you promised to baptize us with your Holy Spirit, that we might taste of your anointing, that we might have the joy of the fellowship of the kingdom of heaven. Lord God, we thank you that you are the captain of our salvation. And we praise you that you are the king of the Jews and you are the king of all those who believe on you. We trust you, Lord. We kiss you, Lord. We worship you, Lord, for you are worthy. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. You have been listening to the teaching ministry of Greg Scalzo, pastor of Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut. We know it is terribly difficult to find the time to write in today's fast-paced world, but if you could find the time to drop us a postcard, your words of encouragement would be a real blessing. Our address is Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. And as always, we welcome you to join us at our church service. Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go south to Route 1. Turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. May the Lord's presence overflow in your life as you serve Him.